Every Yontav has its unique theme, its unique message. Vasienu Hashem Alekeinu as Birkas Merdecha. Rosh Hashanah symbolizes Yira. Vachentein Pachdecha. There's a sense of fear and trepidation. Kedala Mecharashim Defaknu Delasecha. But what's the theme for Sukkot? If you think about it, none of the Yom Amtoivim throughout the year are as laden with mitzvahs as the Yontav of Sukkot. We are obligated to build the sukkah and dwell in it for seven days. We have the mitzvah of the Dalad Minam, the taking of the Arava Nashan Araba. But there's one overarching theme that somehow permeates the entire Yantav, and that's the mitzvah of Simcha. We need to be besimcha every Yantav, but sukkah is coined Zaman Simchaseinu. There's a special emphasis on Simcha. It's the focal point of the Yantav. So where does all this Simcha manifest itself? And the answer is, by the Simchas Beis HaShoeva. The joy we display when we draw and pour the water on the Mizbeach. The pouring of the water was accompanied by music and singing and dancing. It was a joyful celebration. The Mishnah says, Call me Shiloira Simchas Beis HaShoeva, Loira Simcha Miyamav. Whoever didn't see the joy of the Simchas Beis HaShoeva never saw joy in his lifetime. So why was there such joy by the pouring of the water on the Mizbeach? So I'd like to share with you a very powerful idea. The Mishnah says in Sech the Sukkah, if it rains on Sukkahs, it's a bad omen. This is equivalent A servant that wants to prepare the perfect cup of coffee for his master. So he takes the finest beans and he grinds them up just right. And he finds the best sweetener. And he puts it into a beautiful cup. And he approaches the king, anticipating a warm expression of gratitude. But instead, his master pours the entire cup of coffee in his face. Likewise, weeks before Sukkot, we go out and build the Sukkot. We make sure to chop off any branches that might protrude over the Sukkot. And we decorate the Sukkot beautifully. And we set the table with our finest dishes. And we come home from shul, and it's raining, and it's pouring. It's as if the Rebbein Shloim is telling us, I don't want your mitzvah of sukkah. You don't deserve to be in my presence. I don't want you in my house. But the truth is that people feel like they get cups of water thrown at them throughout the year. Life constantly throws us challenges. We strive to better ourselves by attending a shir, and it doesn't last. There are obstacles, there are impediments. We begin a new project and it stalls. There are setbacks. We try to connect with our children and find that our messages don't seem to resonate with them. So there are two ways to deal with adversity. We can either become frustrated and become discouraged and abandon the project altogether or give up on this new initiative and we rationalize. It wasn't meant to be. I'm just not cut out for this. Not in this lifetime. Or... We can choose to grow from adversity, seeing it as a valuable learning experience. Sometimes a person is given a peckle, a sack of problems, and they carry it around their neck and it weighs them down and it breaks them. But if you're smart, you put down that sack on the floor and stand up on it and use it as a platform to elevate yourself. Adversity and hardship reveal our hidden potential forcing us to develop skills and qualities we might never have realized we possessed. So if we follow this latter approach, now throughout the year we collect all of those kitten shell mimes that were thrown at us, and instead of resenting them, 
We cherish these experiences. We are grateful for these hardships because these difficulties served as catalysts for our personal growth. And now on Sukkot, we gather all those cups of water, even the waters that drenched our Sukkot, and bring them up to the Beis HaMikdash and offer it on the Mizbeach as an expression of gratitude and thank Hashem for their adversity because overcoming these challenges was the impetus for our growth. And as we pour all of those kitten shalmayims on the Mizbeach, we sing and dance with tremendous joy as we recognize that adversity was instrumental in our personal development and growth. This act demonstrates how much we've evolved and how much better off we are because of the hardships we've encountered. And that's why Chazal say, If a person doesn't recognize Simchas Beis HaSheva, the joy of how much they have benefited from all these kitten shalmayims thrown their way, will never experience joy in their lifetime. They will always perceive challenges in a negative way, and as a result, become disheartened and discouraged, which hampers their ability to derive growth from that experience. The Gras said famously that being besimcha for eight straight days is the most difficult mitzvah to observe in the Torah. Being happy for eight straight days is no easy task. It's especially challenging because most other mitzvahs involve physical actions. You take the lulav, you eat the matzah, you blow the shoifer. But now we need to shift our entire mindset and perspective. And that is never easy. But the Ria Kaddish says, whoever makes the effort to be happy for these eight days, you don't let the weather bother you, you don't let the noisy neighbors bother you, guaranteed you will be happy all year long. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.